0: Hello, hello, welcome back to It's Only Embarrassing If You're Embarrassed podcast. This podcast is a place where we normalize and share all things taboo, such as talking about mental health, struggles with anxiety and depression, going through divorce, experiencing grief, navigating adulthood, navigating addiction, getting into AA, and a little bit of everything in between. Hope you guys enjoy this episode. Hello, hello. Welcome back to Mental Health Monday with its only embarrassing if you're embarrassed podcast. My name is Madison, and I'm so excited you're here today. Y'all, this episode, I'm just going to get into it. This episode is going to be a life update and tips for navigating uncertain times. So here's my life update. I quit my job. And if you're listening to this and you're like, who cares? Let me tell you me. And let me tell you why. Because one thing about me is I have very much struggled with assuming that my worth and value comes from, working from a title, from a degree, from what I produce in a kind of corporate climb the ladder American dream sort of way, not in a what's my passion and how can I add value to the world sort of way. And so for about the past decade, I have been playing this, let's try to have the American dream and build the or climb the corporate ladder game. And it turns out I don't love it. So, I wasn't necessarily planning to quit my job. This story makes me sound super irresponsible, but just bear with me. So, I end up quitting my job, and uh, they sometimes, you know, if you do human resources, sometimes they say, hey, here's the deal. Um, thanks for giving a notice, but I can't stress how much we don't want you to be here. So that's what happened to me. So I did not get to work out a notice. And so I very quickly found myself in a situation where I was like, what the heck am I going to do? And what do I even want to do? Because at this point, I have been in the corporate world long enough that I've been with companies that have been bought and sold. And I've lost a couple jobs due to acquisitions. And like, I just don't feel like there is really the long-term stability for what i'm looking for and doing what i've been doing that's you know no, no shade to anybody who's in the corporate world i think that's great for some people but it was not for me and despite the fact that it was not for me i did it for the past decade because i thought that's what success looked like i thought that's what people did to I don't know, support themselves. I didn't realize that you could find ways to support yourself outside of a nine to five. So that's what we're embracing right now. So I am giving up the corporate America and climbing the ladder, something I did all of my twenties from degrees to jobs that I wanted worldly success from. And then I got it and I realized it isn't fulfilling. And the problems never end. And so I wasn't planning to quit, but sometimes things out of your control happen. So now I am trying to spend my time building a business. And I want to share this with you guys because I want to share things as I'm going through them because I think that it's just so much more real when you share things as you're going through them because I think everybody can relate to. You know, probably a piece of the story. So I have, you know, so here I am. So I find myself, you know, dedicating, you know, the first 10 years of my career to getting degrees and certificates and jobs to make me feel successful, you know, from a worldly perspective. And then I end up in a situation where I don't have that anymore. And I'm like, do I even want to go try to get another job doing that? Or do I want to try to build the life of my dreams? And I said, what the heck, girlfriend? Let's try to build the life of our dreams. So here is what that looks like for me. So I have three avenues of businesses that I'm trying to build right now. And so I'm just going to kind of give you guys a cliff notes version of what I'm trying to do now. And then I'm going to wrap up with how I'm doing this and navigating life transitions. Because since this is Mental Health Monday, I wanted to talk about tips for navigating uncertain times. But you guys, I just had to get this life update off my chest so you guys could just know what's going on with me. And so that way I could be really candid about navigating some real life, uncertain times and life transitions and some of the things I'm doing to go into this new phase. So, one thing, so like I said, I have three avenues of different things I'm trying to do. So, two are brand new, and one is not. So, one thing that is brand, brand new is I want to build a speaking business. And so by that, I mean, I want to be able to go to speak at churches and mental health facilities, young adult conferences, prisons, all those sort of places. And I want to start sharing my story with those that are in the trenches and show them that they can overcome addiction and mental illness through faith and through putting in the work. And that is just something that has just kind of come to me over the past little bit of just an area that I really feel like I need to start sharing more about, specifically the people that are going through it. And so if you guys have listened before, I struggled with alcohol and drug use for I don't know, on and off 10, 12 years, and then I eventually found faith, got my life together, got into AA, and I have a whole completely different life than I did, you know, a year ago, two years ago, three years ago, just drastically different because of getting sober and finding faith and getting into therapy, And stop relying on all these external, you know, things to numb or to get me through. And so I have just become really, really passionate about sharing that. And recently I've had a couple opportunities to share a little bit about this at Different Behavioral Health. And so right now, just an area is I really want to build a speaking business. So what that looks like for me is I'm literally just looking at places that I would love to be able to go speak at and then finding the people that are in charge of those facilities or those events and just reaching out. I have like a little media kit that I've created and like a pitch and all that sort of stuff and just basically saying like, hey, here's who I am and what I do and what I'm passionate about sharing. And if that aligns with, you know, the needs of your business, I'd love to have the opportunity to come in and speak to those in the trenches right now. And... I specifically, you know, outlined churches, mental health facilities, young adult conferences, and prisons, because I think those are places that if I had been at some of those places and heard the right message for what I was going through, I think it really would have helped me, and... Instead, whenever I was going through addiction and mental illness and all these things, it just felt so scary and so taboo and nobody was talking about it. And so I just want to give everybody who is going through some of the things that I've been through the opportunity to hear that other people are going through that. You can make it to the other side and then it's nothing to be ashamed of. Okay, so that's one avenue. My other avenue, I kind of teased a little bit about maybe last week's episode. So I wrote a book and... Uh, it was like a big secret. Like, uh, I didn't even tell my mom about this book until, like, probably like three months ago. And so I've been working on writing this book probably for about a year. And so I finally committed, got an editor, got somebody to help me do the cover, and the book should be edited like done being edited for the next few weeks. And I really want to release this book mid-January. So the book, (laughs) it's so funny, this book actually started as a diary. And by a diary, I mean like it was like a diary of spirals. Like I went through so many spirals in such a small amount of time that I never really processed any of those things. And then I'm just carrying around all this emotional baggage. And one day I was like, I have to do something about this. And so it kind of came to me like write a like, book diary, basically going through each spiral and just get it off your chest. And so I did that. And so <laughs> to give you guys an idea, it opens with a chapter called the dead dad spiral. And it actually opens with me talking about how Uh, this is an embarrassing story, but we're going to go there. So my book actually opens with me talking about the first time my mom saw me grind up weed because I was so bad in my addiction, and my mom actually saw me grind up weed for the first time on Christmas morning a few years ago, and that's where we open with how bad I'm doing in life and addiction in everything. And so I just get really, really candid about my journey with addiction, my journey with mental illness, how I found God, like all of those sorts of things. So basically... Each chapter of the book is a different spiral that I went through, and the beginning is just like me recounting that kind of in diary form, and then it goes into like, then I kind of came back after I got that off my chest, and then I wrote like what I would tell my younger self and like different perspectives and different things I've learned, and then different things that I would tell people going through those situations now, lessons I've learned, all that sort of stuff. So it's really just kind of a brain dump of what it felt like when I was going through it reflecting back on it, and then what I would tell people in that similar situation now. And it gets really raw and honest and vulnerable. I also talk really, really specifically about my struggles with depression. And I get really candid about just how bad that was at different points in my life. So that is another avenue is I want to spend time sharing and launching my book over the next couple months and it is going to be definitely a lot of work like I thought writing the book was the hard part and it is but then once you get it written you have to get it edited you have to get the cover done you have to get it formatted you have to get a book printer you have to get it into different stores you have to reach out to stores to be able to do like book launches like all this sort of stuff that goes on behind the scenes like marketing and all this sort of stuff and I opted to self-publish and I'm going to tell you guys why. So whenever I first started this journey, I was very naive about how writing a book went. So I thought I would send this book that I wanted to write over to a publisher and they would just be like, oh my gosh, I love it. Here's a very large sum of money to allow us to publish your book. And it doesn't work like that. Not if you're a first-time author, at least. So I submitted my book to two publishers, and both of them wrote back that they wanted to publish it. However, if you're a first-time publisher, they basically ask you to cover some of, like, the upfront fees. Uh, basically, it's like an insurance policy in case your book flops because you're a first-time author. They don't tell you that, of course, but, like, obviously that's why they do it, which totally makes sense. Like, from a business standpoint, I understand that. Like, I wouldn't want to invest a ton of money into somebody's book that's a first-time author, and, like, who knows? if it's going to be successful. So from a business standpoint, I get it. However, the money ranged from like $2,000 to like $15,000 that I would have to pay up front. And then after that, then I would only get between like 30 and 40% of all book profits and proceeds based on working with these like kind of large name publishers. So once I did the math, realized what the options were and realized like how little I would make if, like, if and when the book is successful, I was like, honestly, I'd rather just self-publish and like, there's a lot of, areas where you can do this now, Barnes and Noble, Amazon, where they have all these tools where you can self-publish and actually get your books into their stores as a first-time author without working through a publishing agency. It's super cool. So anyways, that is a super large project. Obviously, you know, first-time author, first time trying to figure out how to publish, how to do book marketing, what the heck is a book launch, where do you even start, like all these things that I'm working on. So that is one thing that I am spending my time doing that I think is going to be like, I cannot wait to get that first like draft of like a printed copy of my book that I can hold in my hand and be like, oh my God, it's happening. So I'll let you guys know when it does. Okay. Third thing is this baby. I want to keep doing the podcast and grow and monetize the podcast. This has been a creative outlet and passion project that I have loved to see come to life. And I really just want to keep doing the podcast just as a long-term additional just kind of passion project. And hopefully a monetized business outlet at some point. So... That's what I've got going on, you guys. This, I don't know how long I've been talking. I feel like I've been talking for as long as a normal podcast episode. And that was just for my life update. So now we're going to move into tips for navigating uncertain times. So you guys, I swear, every time I think my life's going good and I try to push out my appointment with my therapist to only be like once a month, something happens, and then I have to move it up. So literally, I made the appointment for not seeing my therapist again for a month, and then a week later, this happened, and I, like, emailed her, like, hey, what's the likelihood you can get me on like, beginning of next week, so we were talking, and she was basically, like, asking me, like, how, what am I doing? And how am I navigating this life transition? And I was like, let me just brain dump it on you. And after we got done, I was like, wow, this is actually going a lot better than I thought it was. Let me maybe just kind of share some of the things that I've been doing for other people going through life transitions. Okay. So first thing, prayer. So every day I am praying for guidance, for the right opportunity and to not be deceived by distractions and instead f- fully come into my purpose. And that's really what the season is about for me is what is my full purpose? What is going to make me be fulfilled? And how do I get there and making sure that that's God's plan, not mine. Next thing I'm doing is meditation. So you guys have heard me talk about before, Whenever I'm in, so for me, I love stability. So an uncertain time or life transition just immediately creates anxiety within me. So basically what I do whenever I'm really anxious is I'll meditate. But what I'll do is when I'm meditating, any fears or worries that come up for me, which is a lot whenever I give my brain just like time to like be on its own, I literally picture myself like boxing up that worry or care or fear and literally giving it to God, my higher power, whatever you, you know, refer to, your higher power as. And so that's a practice that I go through. Now I'm going through it in so many different areas. Like I'll be like, Hey God, you know, I'm worried if I'm going to get the right opportunity. So I'll like box up that worry and give it to God. Because I know that if I'm going to go do this thing and that if this is my purpose and calling, like God's going to open those doors. So I don't, I just have to do my part and then know that the rest will come. So I have a completely new daily routine now. So let me tell y'all, when I was a corporate girly, I was up before 7 a.m., normally in the office or on the road by 7, 7.30, and then working sometimes until 5, 6, 7 o'clock. Sometimes I'd have dinners after work, like just crazy. And so now I have a whole new daily routine. So let's get into it. So I do my full morning routine every morning. So for me, this looks like doing readings. I read uh, devotional and codependency. I read the Bible and I read Alcoholics Anonymous, like just a couple pages from the big book. And lately I've been journaling as well. So I, I'm i sure you all know the book Get Untamed by Glennon Doyle. It's the one that's like the bright blues and pinks and purples and shimmers book title. But Get Untamed has a journal, and it's called How to Quit Pleasing and Start Living, and I actually bought it a couple years ago and then, like, stumbled upon it, like, at this exact moment of my life. Thank you, God. And I want to share a couple things with you all. So I've been doing this every morning, but I really loved this quote that she has in here. And it says, Ask a woman who she is, and she'll tell you who she loves, who she serves, and what she does. I'm a mother, a wife, a sister, a friend, a career woman. The fact that we define ourselves by our roles is what keeps the world spinning. It's also what makes us untethered and afraid. If a woman defines herself as a wife, what happens if her partner leaves? If a woman defines herself as a mother, what happens when her kids leave for college? if a woman defines herself as a career woman, what happens when the company folds? Who are we is perpetually being taken from us. We live in fear instead of peace. That's why so many women feel invisible. And ooh, I read that and I related to it so, so much, especially like in this time, because for so long, I refer to myself like, by a title or by a career, or by accomplishments, rather than who I am as a person and what I wanna do as a person. And now I'm just like relearning and rebranding that whole process. And so I randomly stumble upon this journal I've had for a couple of years, and then I randomly stumble upon like that page, and I'm like, okay, God, I see you. Thank you for looking out and for just the realizations. So, I have one other thing I want to read to you guys a couple pages after that. It says, Then I built a life of my own. I did it by resurrecting the very parts of me I was trained to mistrust, hide, and abandon in order to keep others comfortable. My emotions, my intuition, my imagination, my courage. Those are the keys to freedom. Those are who we are. Will we be brave enough to unlock ourselves? Will we be brave enough to set ourselves free? Will we finally step out of our cages and say to ourselves, to our people, and to the world, here I am? Ooh, and literally it gives me chills, like second, third, fourth time reading it. Like, I love this journal. So I really just wanted to share those as it resonates to just life transitions, uncertain times, and just really coming into your calling. So uh, that was a little tangent, but that is the journaling I've been doing in the morning. And then I try to go to the gym every day before lunch, just like at some point. Sometimes I'll go first thing. Sometimes I might go like at lunchtime. But my goal is always to like have been to the gym like by lunchtime, depending on what time the classes are that day. Then I do a list of to-dos for my business each day. And so this looks like me coming up with a plan to do at least three things that can move the needle that day. So I just mentioned three different avenues that I'm working on. So I'm trying to do one thing for each avenue each day. So for my speaking business, maybe that looks like I reach out to potential customers daily, plan and prep podcast content to do. And then I have a book launch checklist, and so I'll try to do one item on my book book launch checklist to keep each project moving day to day. And then I also will do a prayer walk for anything else that comes up throughout the day. And so a prayer walk literally is just me wandering around the neighborhood, just talking to God, just saying, hey, God, um, here's what I'm worried about, or here's what I'm stressed about, or here's what I'm thinking about. Please give me guidance. Please give me the right potential customers. Please make sure that my will is in line with yours. The One of the last steps in the 12 steps of AA is praying for only knowledge of God's will for your life and the desire to carry that out. So I do make an effort to pray for that because I have always been on my plan, not God's plan. That's one thing about me. And only recently have I learned that I have to fully come into God's plan if I ever want to be happy. So now I am actively trying to do that every day. Like, Hey God, what is your plan for me? I give you my will for my plans for the day. And instead, please replace them with your will and your desire and your plan for my life and for my highest purpose. And another thing that I'm doing is I'm making a slower paced life for myself. So I just told you guys, it used to be crazy running around corporate early. and now I'm trying to make a life where I'm not always running around or anxious. And for me, this means like one small thing I do towards that is just intentionally being five minutes early. So I used to be the kind of person that I was always overscheduled, so I was always running around, so I was always five minutes late. And now I'm just making this small effort to be five minutes early. Early rather than five minutes late, and most of the time I just end up being on time, so it works itself out. I also have been working on having boundaries around how I spend my time and who I spend my time with. I've also been stopping to pray throughout the day rather than rushing through the day. So this is a lot that I just shared with you guys about my life update, things that I'm doing to navigate this and just life transitions. So really pick what works for you and what resonates with you in your life and then discard the rest because that's really what this is about is finding what works for you know, you as a person, your life, your lifestyle, just because I'm doing these things doesn't mean that's right for you. But hey, maybe one or two of them resonates with you. And maybe that's your one or two small things you're going to start doing to take those steps towards building your dream life this week. So hope you guys enjoyed this brain dump therapy sesh, life updates, tips for navigating uncertain times. If you guys have a friend who is really struggling with anything that I talked about today, please share with a friend because we should all give each other the courage and confidence to go for it even when life is tough or when life is uncertain. hope you guys enjoyed this episode of Mental Health Monday. I'll be back on Wednesday. And as always, happy healing, babes. Thanks so much for tuning in to another episode of It's Only Embarrassing If You're Embarrassed podcast. If you guys enjoyed this episode, uh, please click the follow button to get alerts for new episodes. And please leave a five-star rating and review. It really helps with the show. And of course, if you listen to this and you were like, you know who needs to hear this? My best girly pop, my mom, my sister, whoever please share with a friend. And as always, happy healing, babes.